0: 2nd Chronicles, chapter 25, beginning at verse 18, King of Judah saying, the thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, give thy daughter to my son, to wife. There passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon trod down the thistle. Thou said the Edomites, and thine heart lifteth thee up to boast. Abide now at home. Why shouldest Judah with thee? But Amaziah would not hear, for it came of God that he might deliver them into the hand of their enemies, because they sought after the gods of Edom. Proverbs chapter 16. We're just going to read one verse. Proverbs chapter 16. Verse 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction. First John chapter 2. Beginning at verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man like him, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not tonight just for a couple of minutes. I want to minister on this thought. Beware of pride. Beware of pride. Let's put down our Bibles and lift up our hands. And let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Dear God, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy, and for all of your love that you've bestowed upon us. Dear Lord, we pray, oh Lord, help us, sweet Jesus, to lean on you, to depend on you. Lord, to rely on you, Lord. You are the source of our strength. Dear God, you're the source of our joy. It comes from you tonight. The maker of heaven and earth, Lord. We can do nothing without you, Lord Jesus. You are the reason, dear Lord, for everything that I have. You're the reason, Lord, that I'm where I am. Help me, Lord, to keep you, Lord, first where you belong, dear Lord. Almighty God, keep us from pride. Help us, Lord, to walk humbly before you. And we will give you all of the glory and all of the honor tonight. the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say man can be seated pride. If I had to give it a subtopic, it would be remember Amaziah. Because from this king that reigned over God's people, you will find out that in a mighty way. But like all, if we're not careful, a little success can go to our head. It is at their humble beginnings that people trust in the Lord and that they rely on God with all of their hearts, mind, and soul. And that you'll find out that it is in those times that people are more, they are more inclined to listen. They will pray in those times. They will learn and do their best to open up God's word and, and to seek after him and to search for him. They will come to the house of so the Lord give God all of their heart, mind, and soul. But you will find out that all it takes is for God to begin to move in people's lives. All it takes is for God to open up A couple of doors. All it takes is for God to pour out some blessing here and there. That people begin to lose where the blessing has come from. And who it is, amen, that is bestowing them with the blessing. Can I tell you it's not my money. It belongs to God, amen. When you really think about it, I'm nothing more than a borrower, amen? I'm borrowing God's stuff. God is lending his stuff to me. God is letting me use his money. God is letting me drive his car, his house. God is letting me breathe his breath. It's God's breath that he breathed inside of man and man became to Jesus it all belongs to him amen whether i want to hear it or not whether i amen it or not amen it still belongs to the lord the earth is the lord in the fullness thereof and all they that therein that means everybody the atheist belongs to god amen Whether he believes that there's a God or not, his breath is in the hand of the Almighty God. I have my being. And so when it comes down to coming before this Almighty God, I want to learn how to fall down on my face. I want to learn how to drop down to my knees and confess, amen, that I'm nothing but dust. And that I know without a doubt, that's where I will return. But it is God that is Almighty. For it is God that knows the beginning till the end. God knows. Listen, my next step. I don't. Amen. So in knowing that God knows all, I come before God in humility. Amen. I come before him and I stand in awe of him. I confess that he is great, amen, and that he is greatly to be praised and that I am in need of his mercy and that I'm in need of his grace. I need God's compassion, amen, to surround me. I need God's love to surround me. I need like the psalmist said, amen, he said, let your face shine upon us. And we shall be saved. Friend, if God's face, I need God's favor. I need God's mercy. Anybody needs his favor tonight? I hope I haven't gotten so high and mighty, amen, that I think that I can make it without God. This is a foolish thing, amen, to say that I can make it without God. I stand here to let you know tonight that without God, we are lost, amen, amen. Without God, we are miserable. Without God, there is no chance of us being saved. And it was amazing that I had forgot about old Amaziah. I was reading something else the other night in the word, and it led me to of this king. That the Bible says, when you start reading about him, the Bible says he did that which was right, amen? But listen, you'll always find out that the word will let you in on something. See, it's possible to do something, amen, just because you know. Or to do it, amen, because it says to do it. But it's a possibility not to do it with a perfect heart. And that means, that means that he didn't do it with, all of his heart, amen? His whole heart was not in it, amen? He didn't do it with a perfect heart. Can I tell you tonight, it's important that I'm doing or oh, I'll say it like this. It's important that I'm loving what I'm doing, amen? It's amen, that I can do something and not love what I'm doing, amen? I can do it because... People are expecting me to do it. I can do it or what I was doing. Amen. You can start doing stuff just to do stuff. Amen. It can become a routine for you. You can find yourself going through the motions. But how many know that it really matters when I really love what I'm doing? Amen. Can I tell, can I ask you this? Are we here tonight because we love being here? are we here tonight God we would be lost we would be wretched I would be in a devil's hell right now somebody ought to shout about that right now amen you ought to lift up your hands and lift up your voice as on a Tuesday night on your way to heaven name written down in the Lamb's book of life covered with the blood of the lamb filled with the spirit can I tell you that I'm not Amen. I'm here because there is no other place that I I would rather be on a Tuesday night than in the house of the Lord lifting up the king of kings uh, in the Lord of lords. And you know what? When I pray, I want to pray with my whole heart. When I sing, I want to sing uh, with my whole heart. When I preach, I want to preach uh, with everything. I love living this life. I love this holy way of living. I love living this way, carrying myself in a manner, in a fashion that says I belong to the Lord, that I no longer belong to the world. I heard one say it like this, or I read it that a holiness is maintained in a person's life when they love rules and regulations. Amen. I'm doing it because I love it, first of all, and I'm doing it because I love the Lord, amen? I'm not trying to live separate from this world, amen, because it's just a bunch of rules of... In the church says you gotta do this and, and you can't wear this and you can't look like this and you can't go here. I, amen. I love being separate, amen, from a world that is filled with filth and, and corruption and perversion. I love being able to lift up my hands and lift feet and don't worry about having to worry about who's following me or if a police officer pull up behind me. I get all nervous because I'm afraid that they're going to find something in the car that shouldn't be there. I don't have to worry about that, amen? You know why holiness protects you from that kind of a thing, amen? Holiness keeps you from falling into the snare of the Father. So I love it. I do it because I love it. Here because I love being here. But Amaziah didn't do it. The things of the Lord with his whole heart out him. The Bible says that if you would read before the scriptures that we picked up at, the Bible says that he had just fought a fight with the Ammonites. And he won. And the Bible says that this Joker, watch this Joker now, because God helped him. And the Bible says that after this fight that he won. The Bible says he took the gods of the Ammonites, Edom, and that he began to worship those gods. He began to burn incense before those gods. and The Bible says that the man of God came to him. The man of God said, listen, God's got a problem with you. God is angry with you. And that God is to destroy you because you have taken the gods of the Edomites and you have begun to serve them. And the Bible says he began to, to give me advice. He said, listen, I don't want to hear that. He said, you got to get out of here with that. Can I tell you something? We live in a world, amen, where people don't want godly counsel, amen. People don't want to be told like it really is, amen. People don't want to hear, amen, that there is a problem with how you're doing things, amen. And they don't want to hear that, amen, and they turn their ear away from godly counsel. But can I tell you tonight... I can he stand here testifying that Godly counsel a lot of heartache, a lot. Of, matter of fact, God, Godly counsel have pulled me out of some situations, Amen. That was trying to destroy my soul. Can I tell you tonight? I don't want to turn my ear away from the counsel of the Lord, but I want to have a made up mind. Whatever God's word is saying, I want to latch on to it in life because I don't want to be the dis- Destroyed. Anybody want to lose out with God? Anybody want to be destroyed? I got a man mine. I want to be saved when it's all said and done. This joker begins. Listen to what the man of God tells him. Man of God says, listen. Listen, look how foolish it is. He says, you have taken gods and worship those gods whom they couldn't even deliver them out of your hand. And you have taken them, and you are bowing down to gods that can't save, that can't deliver, that can't set free. What I want to do is put my trust in that which cannot prophesy profit me anything. It can't bring any kind of happiness. It can't bring any kind of change about in my life. Can I tell you, I know a lot of people, amen, that worship a whole lot. They worship money and they buy down the money. But I tell you this, money will not profit you. or profit me on that day is whether I had the blood of the lamb on my life and whether I walk with him and talk with him and and committed my soldiers with whoever you want to bow down to. But can I tell you, only the king of kings matters. Only Jesus matters. Only Jesus is able to save and deliver. I mentioned this as we, Sunday morning, it was in the book of Jeremiah. And the Lord And speaking of Israel and how they had forsaken him, the fountain of living water, try to make their own way, the Lord began to ask the question, amen. He said, have you ever, he used the, the nations that were surrounding them and how that those nations, the gods that they served, Could not benefit them anything. Could not profit them anything. And here's the crazy thing about it. They remained committed and faithful to the unprofitable gods. You'll find out that those that worship Baal, even though Baal could not answer them, and even though Baal could not deliver them and save them, they still worship Baal. And God is saying that my people, amen, whom I pulled out of the muck and out of the mire, who when they were not a people I made, they were so below everybody else, and I beautified them. Somebody needs to recognize, you ain't the reason why you're beautiful, amen? Somebody better recognize this friend don't look at you the same way, amen. You better believe there's a reason why they want you. You better believe there's a reason why they're all in your face. They see something different about you, but it ain't about you. It's about the God, amen. Stop falling in love with your beauty, amen, and recognize it ain't about me. It's about the Lord. The Lord, he beautifies. The meek, the word. Don't come from me. It's not about me. And some people allow that to cause them to be lifted up. And you know what? It's not a new thing. It traces back to the very one, amen, that the Bible says that God bestowed in him something that he never did anybody else. He was the son of the morning. When he opened, nobody could sound like he sounded. Nobody sound, could sing as well as he could or hold a note the way he could. you want to talk about him? A... But he allowed his beauty to cause him to be lifted up when he thought that he was greater than God. And he even convinced some jokers to believe. That he was greater than God. Amen. And the Bible says in Ezekiel. Amen. It was discovered in him. His iniquity. His pride. Amen. And because of that. Amen. He fell. He got kicked out. Amen. And he got kicked out of heaven. Jesus said, I beheld him fall like lightning. Amen. Can I tell you something? That when pride enters in, amen, you can guarantee that destruction will follow. Friend, can I tell you tonight, if there's anything that I want, I want to remain humble. I want to remain meek. I want to remain lonely. Can I tell you, I want to recognize why I got what I have. I want to recognize why I have the job that I have. I want I want to recognize why I have the money that I have, why I'm driving what I have, why I am where I am in life. It has everything to do with a God that stepped foot in my life and brought me out of the horrible pit. Brought me out of the mire, clay, planted me in His church, filled me with His Spirit, delivered me, broke every chain and every shackle off of my life. Somebody got to keep Jesus where it belongs. Somebody got to keep your eyes matters on the one that it's really about. It's not about you. It's all about Him tonight. It's all about Him tonight. He would not listen to godly counsel. And it got worse from there. See, because that pride, and little success, caused you to do some crazy things. Caused you to believe that you have arrived. And That there ain't nothing, amen. And he sends to old Joash. He says, come on. We, we need, to duke it out. And old Joash, listen, man, because Joash refers to him as a little thistle bush. Joash says, listen. Listen to what he says. He says, the thistle that was in Lebanon, he's calling him a little thistle bush. You ain't nothing. Sent to the your thistle bush. I'm a cedar tree. I'm bigger than you, Amaziah. A whole lot stronger than you, to wife. There passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon, and trod down the thistle. Listen to what he says. He says, "Thou sayest, Lo, thou hast smitten the Edomites." So he's saying, because you have defeated the Edomites. He said, that has caused your heart to be lifted up, to boast. He says, stay at home. He says, why stir up trouble? That's what he was doing. He was stirring up some trouble, amen. And what your trouble that is going to be to your own hurt. If I can tell you how God has tried to keep people from being hurt, how God is trying to give people counsel, amen, to keep them from being destroyed and keep them from causing hurt. People are so arrogant at times and people are so lifted up at times that they can't take warning, amen, and that they, they can't hear what the word of the Lord said. You don't need to stir this up. Can I tell you tonight? I don't want to call, I don't want to be the reason, amen, that I suffer loss and that I suffer heartache. And that I suffer pain because I won't listen and I won't take warning. Can I tell you friend, we should have a made up mind that we're going to take warning. Amen. If God is saying don't do it, then that's when it's all said and done, God knows what's best for me. I don't know. Can I tell you I've, I've gone through enough unnecessary hurt, enough unnecessary pain. I have a made up mind that if I don't have to go through it, I'm not going through it. Help me to learn from other people's mistakes. It's a foolish thing to say, well I can only, i am going only learn through experience. No, you can learn from somebody else's failures. You can learn from somebody else's heartache. Somebody else's pain. And have a made up mind. I ain't going down that, in that decision. I'm not going there. You can learn from the word of God. You can learn from this. But he will listen. The Bible says he will listen because God was in it, amen. He said that in verse in verse 20 he said, But Amaziah would not hear, for it came that he might deliver them into the hand of their enemies they sought after the gods of Edom. Friend, it's a bad thing when God is against you because you won't listen and because you won't keep him where he belongs. It's a scary thing when God begins to orchestrate some stuff to teach you a lesson. The Bible says that old Ahab wouldn't listen. He wouldn't repent. He wouldn't get his heart right. The Bible says that there was a conversation taking place up in heaven. And the conversation was with God and the angels. And the discussion was, who will go down and deceive Ahab? And the Bible says, in the midst of all of them, stepped out a spirit that said, I'll go down. And I'll be a lying spirit in the mouth of his servants. A lying spirit. What does that mean? What happened was Ahab wanted a word whether he, and the Bible says that those jokers that he had some yes men around him and said, yeah, go. You're going to be successful. It's going to work out for your good. Beware of people that tell you what you want to hear. Beware of people that won't tell you like it is. Tell you the truth. And the Bible says that Joel was bit more righteous than Ahab was. And something about what they were saying didn't sit well with Jehoshaphat. He said, oh, is there a real prophet? And see, here's the thing about jokers that don't want to hear. Listen, they do their best to muzzle the preacher that's going to tell them the way that it is, and that's going to tell them the truth. They're going to lock them away in the prison, amen. They're going to muzzle them. They're going to silence that voice. They don't want to hear that voice. Kind of like how Herod was, right? All Herodus wanted to do was silence the voice of the man of God. Herod allowed her to deceive him, killing the man of God. And so he got, he said, listen, yeah, there is one. There's one by the name of Micaiah. But you know what? I got a problem with him. Here's the thing. He never tells me what I want to hear. He never tells me what I want to hear. Bring him out of here. Bring him out. And the word was, should we go up to battle? And Micaiah already knew that Ahab was backslidden. And even old rebellious Ahab knew something about that didn't sound right. And he said, how many times have I told you to tell me? Micaiah was like, oh, you want to know the truth, huh? You really want to know how it is? Well, as sheep scattered without a shepherd, as sheep without a shepherd. He was telling us. He said, See, I told you. He never tells me what I want to hear. He never tells me what I want to hear. It don't matter that it was the truth. It ain't. What he wants to hear. There's just some people that don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear it. I want to hear the way the Bible says that Ahab went out to battle and he was gonna do his best, listen, to try to prove all Micaiah wrong. And so listen, he disguised himself. He switched clothes, he shouldn't have even hooked up with Ahab, amen. Shouldn't even been with him. And you'll find out that he barely made it out, amen, alive. Because they was ready to kill him as they thought that he was Ahab. It was by the grace of God that he made it out. And you'll find out that when he got back home, Jehu had a word for him. He said, how is it that you go out and help them? See, Jehu was a real man of God, amen. He wasn't going to hold no punches, amen. He was going to tell it like it is. Thank God for people a ditch, amen. I'm about to lose my life. I want to hear somebody that cares about my soul, that is going to tell me you need to turn around. You're going down a ditch. You're headed down a dead end road. You're headed down the path of destruction. Tell me the truth. I hear it. And he went out and he fought and he lost. You'll see as you read the end of Amaziah, he died. And we read in the book of Proverbs that. That pride goes before destruction. John talks about all of the things that are in the world. Amen. This is why we don't want to adopt the things of the world. Because there's nothing good in the world. Amen. There's nothing but the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. There is nothing but arrogance in those that have confidence in themselves, they are self-willed. They trust in their own selves, in their own ability to get things done. But I'm a to tell them that recognize that confidence don't belong in man. Confidence don't belong in me either, amen. I don't care what kind of letters I got behind my name. Confidence don't belong in me. God is greater than my letters behind my name. God is greater than my accomplishments. God is the king of kings, In the Lord of Lords. And if I didn't, God is the reason, amen, that I got them letters behind my name. God is the reason, amen, because without God, I couldn't put, I couldn't figure out what one plus one was, amen. Holding it together, keeping me in my right mind, helping me to put one foot in front of the other. Don't you know, we wouldn't know the difference between left and right, up and down if it ain't for God. all it takes is for me to lose my mind. And you don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. He was so full of himself. I'm going to tell you, pride will creep in. It's a very sneaky thing. How to get a hold of you before you know it. There are people that can't hear the word of God. Amen. Especially if they got a little church background. Amen. That they can't hear. And listen, they can be so wrong in their theology. In the ways that they believe. But I'm going to tell you something. That religion where they can't hear and they won't listen because they put trust in Sunday fried chicken dinners. They put their trust in wearing big hats. They put their trust in who's got a big choir. And who's doing this and who's doing that? Friend, can I tell you, it's not about that, amen. It's all to show me the right path. I need God to lead me down the right direction. And I'm going to tell you, it don't matter what kind of experience that I have. I got to come before God, humble me, Lord. I want to know God. I want to know your way. I want to know your truth. Because he says, unless I am converted as a little child can't enter into the kingdom of God. Now that's Jesus saying that I have to be converted. Wait a minute. I thought we were supposed to be grown up. thought we supposed to be maturing. But the problem is with the adult mind, amen, is that we too smart for ourselves. We, we lean on those things more than we lean on the word of God. So God says when you come to me, you gotta let go of your life experiences. You gotta let go of the stuff that you are leaning on and the stuff that you're trusting in. You gotta let go of your degrees. You gotta let go of your accomplishments in this world. It's a little child where you just simply believe in what I'm saying. You believe that I'm right. You believe that my word is right. You believe that my plan is right. If you don't come way, way you cannot enter into the kingdom of God but am I talking to some people tonight that got a made up mind whatever I got to do I want to make it to heaven amen I want to be a child of God so if God's saying I got to lay some stuff down let me take that crown off and let me throw it at the feet of Jesus Lord I'm coming as I don't know God teach me Lord teach me how to pray teach me how to live teach me and show Me, which way to go? I come humbly before you, Lord. Come meek and lowly. You can think of. It's just as worse as fornication. It's just as bad as lying. It's just as bad as any other thing you can think of. See, we have these things that we categorize as big sins. Oh, that's really sin. Nobody thinks of that pride being sin. Nobody thinks of that heart, that hardness of heart, where you can't obey God's word and do what God's word simply says. Pride will cause you to become hardened to what to do. Nobody's going to tell me how to do it. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. I'm going to control my life. Well, that's a crazy thing because it ain't your life. Your life is not your own, and so you didn't give yourself life, and so it, that means it belongs to someone. It doesn't belong to me, amen. Can I remind us that he purchased us with his own blood? My life is not my own, amen. It belongs to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, so I got to come and I know everything, Lord, and so I need your help. I need your guidance. Let us stand tonight. Don't want to hold us any longer. Pride goes before destruction. That word destruction means is catered that there is no recovery. Pride has taken a lot of people out, it has taken a lot of people out. They was full. Of arrogance, They thought they knew. and There, the almighty God in flesh is standing before them. Pride will blind you to truth. It'll keep you blinded from what the truth really is. Why couldn't they see Jesus? For who couldn't hear his words? And they resonate with them. And they they will be reminded of what the prophet said. Pride that caused them to be blinded. I want to see it the way that it really is tonight. And I want to see that I need Jesus tonight. That I still need Jesus tonight. That I haven't gone so far in life. That I haven't accomplished so many things. That I think that I'm good on my own. That is a lie from the pit of hell. By myself, I am destined to fail. I won't take that long before I am destroyed. And lured on to the king of kings. I must hold on to the Lord of lords. Some will say, well, brother, Lord, you stand in the Old Testament a whole lot. You are living in the New Testament. We need to hear about the New Testament. Friend, that is true. We are living in the New Testament. I thank God for it. But I'm going to tell you something. There's something about these old I read them. They grip my soul. And there are something that is just to be learned. That I can apply it to my life as king. Amen. That didn't serve God with all of his heart. Can I tell you friend. It will never work if you don't serve God. With all of your heart. With all of your mind and soul. If you don't love what you're doing. if You're half hearted in your approach. To God. In the things of God. If I'm half hearted. In what I do. Well, I'm going to do the bare minimum. Well, I'm only going to do so much. That's for somebody else to do. Friend, what well, Help me to do it, Lord? Help me to do it with a smile on my face. That's the key. That's the key. And I ain't talking about some fake smile either. I'm talking about that smile where it is evident that there is joy in my heart. That I take pleasure in doing this. That I love this. That I use a wretch like me. Let that just be all over my face. Every door I knock, it'll be a smile on my face. I love it. I ain't trying to run away from it. I ain't trying to hide from it, God. You want to use me? I'm available, Lord. I'm available, Lord. I love it. You want to use me to sing that song? God, I'm going to sing it with all of my heart because I love it, Lord. God, you're going to use me to play that instrument? I'm going to play it with all of my heart. time, Lord, I can play skillfully, Lord, where it will bring you glory, where it will bring bring in your presence. Why? Because I'm doing it with all of my heart. And it it just went downhill from there. Downhill. Little success. Now he becomes prideful. He starts putting his trust in idols more than the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He starts doing, making all kinds of decisions without seeking the face of God. It's a bad thing when I start making decisions and I'm not acquiring at the mouth of the Lord. I'm going wrong. I'm going down the wrong path tonight just for a couple of minutes let's ask the god god to help us strengthen us help us lord to keep you where you belong dear lord help me lord to keep my eyes stayed on you jesus help me lord not to allow the things that i accomplish in this life eh, lord to ever cause me to believe that it's about me it's you lord you have won every battle dear god you have met every need, dear Lord. We know, Lord, where our help comes from tonight. Our help, it comes from you, Lord. It's you, Lord, that has put the clothing on our back, Lord, that has put the roof over our head, that has provided us with the transportation. None of it belongs to me, God. It is all yours. Thank you, Lord, for lending it to me, Lord. Thank you for allowing me, Lord, to use, Lord, Help me, dear God, to keep my eyes, to keep my trust in you, Lord. It's not about me tonight, Lord. It has always been about you. You are the king. You are the provider. You are our savior, Lord. And, everybody, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands.
1: We love you,
0: Jesus. We give it all to you, Lord. We give you all of the honor. All of the praise. My healer. My provider. My redeemer. My strong power. My king. We love you, Jesus.